three cash three cash registers are open. Oh, uh, there's like seventeen to eighteen people in each of the three lines. Self checkout has like fifty people. Oh no! And Walmart, you guys need to figure your shit out, man. It is wild out there. But had to buy my kid some French fries. It's always a treat when she comes out with dad. So oh yeah, you got to get him French fries. This is yeah. the pre- so I got myself podcast. a soda. Yeah, that's listen, man. That's 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 what it is. And after yeah. the day I had today, yeah, the last sure. two days. I Why did not? some grown man shit, so uh, I rewarded myself. Nice. I meant this is like the pre-podcast recording that I'm probably going to release on a separate file. So sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just hope you're uh, you don't die. A computer doesn't die. You lose power halfway through the podcast. That was funny. Like last time. Yeah. That, the whole the whole the whole hotel lost it. All right. Who is opening? Let's get on. Oh, now Dude, who's oh. fucking into that shitty, oh, eh, boys? What? Oh, God. <laughs> Your internet is no bueno. No bueno, mamacita. Me? Senorita. Oh, man. My oh, intertron's man. fine. <laughs> well, then we all, all suck. Is Yeah, I think it's Conzi's open, so. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you count this down, Monsuego. Uh, three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another week of the No Instructions Needed podcast. I know you miss me. It's your boy, Conzi. I'm back. I did not burn up in the fires. Um... I got some shit done. It was a terrible week. I'm enjoying these beers now. And uh, the smoke we're getting here is unreal. I was just telling the guys about it. Uh, and it's gone all the way out to the T dot to visit yeah. Julian. How's it going? Buddy? It go. What's up? I missed you. Yeah, you know, listen, obviously missed you too. Yeah, we got a we got a notice. We talked before the podcast. We got a notice on our little you know weather app. It's like poor air quality. It's like because of the fires in BC. And I'm just like, you know. Come on, guys, get it together. Stop lighting firecrackers or fireworks in the middle of a forest. Stop smoking the legal weed out in the forest. Jesus Christ, people. But you know what? We're, we're having a good time. We started a little bit late because someone was getting swole in the gym. And his internet's kind of wonky today, so we're going to see how he sounds. But uh, Big D, how you doing, brother? I didn't catch anything the two of you said. Oh, yeah, skip me, skip me. It says I'm unstable. Skip me. You're always <laughs> unstable. Um, yeah, this is gonna be an awesome episode. I can't wait for all the internet failures and all the fucking last minute editing I have to do. And uh, yeah, I can't wait for all that. That's gonna be lots of fun. So yeah, this is Clint. This is Chaps. This is Daps. This is your boy down up north or wherever the fuck I am today. Uh, been a crazy week. Work's been nuts. We just recorded an episode like a couple days ago, and now we're back at it. So let's get started. Let's get firing. NFL players suck at getting vaccines, and they're all pieces of shit that don't get it. That's my take. Boom. Yeah, I mean, coaches right now no longer being able to work this season. The Patriots have an assistant coach uh, who's out. Minnesota's got a coach that's out. Uh, They're tier one according to the NFL protocol, so unless they get vaxxed, they will not be able to coach. And uh, yeah, a lot of notable players. Uh, I want to say DeAndre Hopkins was on that list. Uh, I think you said Josh Allen was on that list. There's a bunch of guys who are saying no. And then also complaining 
that they feel like they shouldn't be forced to do it. They're not being forced, but you need to understand that there are ramifications for your actions or lack thereof and time to be held accountable. Yeah. I I mean, I don't understand this as athletes. I mean, I do understand where they're coming from, but the ramifications, like Big O just said, that can happen to your team. And it's not just about you. It's about your whole team, your team season, your professional. This should actually be part of what you have to do as a professional athlete. I mean, if it was any of us in our jobs that somebody was like, you have to have your vaccine to come into work, we're probably going to do it. Or we're going to be forced to walk away from our jobs. So I, I don't see how this is any different for these guys. Totally. Uh, I'm afraid to say anything. I closed a bunch of windows. I disconnected a couple devices, gave myself a bit more bandwidth here. So uh, I totally agree with you. It's one of those things where you should just, in my opinion, just get it. Uh, everyone, everyone else is okay. Everyone else is fine. It, it's part of you know the job. It's 90% of the team is doing it. And then isn't it? A situation where I don't know if I'm repeating anyone here, where if they have to forfeit a game to to one player or multiple players, and there's no opportunity to make up the game, they automatically forfeit it. So we're talking about losing games. We're talking about letting your teammates down. We're talking about losing millions of dollars because every game is worth that much in the NFL, tens of millions, hundreds of millions. So it's like, you know, imagine me not being able to do this podcast because I refuse to do it. Right? It's it's one of those things that. You know, it's I'm letting you guys down in a way, right? Because, but I understand people have their beliefs and whatnot. It is a tricky situation to navigate. I understand that, but you know, the rest of the world it seems to be okay from all the vaccines. So I don't know. I think like also like they 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 lose game checks too, right? So there's like there's even money involved in this if they cause an outbreak. And yes, I, I. completely understand some of the hesitancies that uh, African-American people have had with getting the, the vaccines because of, you know, what evil has been done to them in, in, in previous uh, lifetimes and everything. The fact is like all you're doing, you sit there and you preach and preach, preach about how good these, these players also brag about how good they're being in the communities, posting pictures of going to hospitals hanging out with sick kids and all this sort of stuff. 610 plus thousand Americans have died from COVID-19. And then you have the audacity, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, to jump on there and say, I'm not getting the vaccine. You have the audacity, Jairos uh, Butler, I think his name is, he used to be a, a Indianapolis Colt, um, to get on there and say that that you're not getting the vaccine. Like you, Like, grow up. Just grow up. I have to get it for work. I mean, like, no one's forcing me, but I know if I call, like, I'm not going to sit there and have to wear a mask the whole time. Like, and, and yeah, there's there's certain sites, there's certain places of work now that you're, I'm not going to be able to go to unless I have the vaccine. I don't know. I just think people people are cuckoo for cocoa puffs. I think sometimes I think they overthink things. I I find it interesting because so many of these athletes came to Shakari Richardson's defense when she smoked a little weed and didn't make it to the Olympics understanding that her actions cost her her opportunity. This, to me, just the exact same thing. You understand what is expected of you. The NFL came up with these protocols. They've now told you what the ramifications are. You can still choose to not get the vaccine. However, you need to understand that you can cause your team to forfeit a game. There may not be an opportunity to make it up. 
It's like Chris Paul. He missed a couple of games in the Western Conference Finals because he or someone close to him tested positive for COVID. This is just the world that we are living in now. And all the NFL is saying is, listen, these are the rules. Follow them. Understand them. If you do get vaccinated, great. If you don't get vaccinated, these are the repercussions. No one's forcing you to do it, but your actions can result in your team having a negative result. You want to play with fire. This is what happens. So it'll be interesting to sort of see when the NFL season gets kicked off where we're sort of at. The Dallas Cowboys, I believe, have like the lowest vaccination rate amongst the NFL, which is like the funniest thing because like, you know, Dallas is one of the states that opened up with no masks early on along with Florida. Dallas is going to fucking Dallas, okay? Te- <laughs> Texas is going to Texas. Dallas is going to Dallas. That's what's going on. Tejas. Are they not giving out any, like, sweet perks to get vaccinated in the U.S. anymore? They like, were there for uh, a bit. Yeah, before they were, like, go get a free lap dance with your vaccination. What? There was shit like that. What? Oh, yeah. yeah, there was shit like that going on. Like A free lap job? Yeah, have these like have these guys not heard about that? I mean, I'd probably have fucking forty vaccinations by now. That's why he went to Magic City. (laughs) That's why he was there. Yeah, (laughs) that's why you guys haven't seen me for a week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've got four Pfizer's, five Moderna's, or whatever. Moderna's that big, that big, but donkey dog just too many vaccinations. But Delta variant can't touch Conzi. <laughs> oh man! Actually, I'm getting my second vaccination on Monday, so uh, only, uh, I'll be fully cooked. Wow! Fully there cooked. we go. We are going to be a fully vaxxed podcast. This is going to be pretty amazing. Fully vaxxed and fully waxed, ready to get. Uh, wait. Oh, uh, uh, Chas, we know you got that landing. <laughs> <laughs> We're all manscaped. Twenty percent off. <laughs> the big O twenty. Big O twenty. Use the coupon code. What's What's crazy to me is like the U.S. the worst country in the world as far as COVID goes, and even with the Olympics, they actually sent the highest percentage of non-vaccinated athletes to Tokyo. So, like again, U.S. You need to figure your shit out. And I know Olympics not a hot topic. For our podcast, oh, Jesus let me diverge for two minutes. And this did is you not, not see our download TV. numbers this week? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the best thing about the Olympics is always the opening and or closing ceremonies. And if you watch the opening ceremonies today, you got another treat from the Tongan flag bearer. That guy's got like the greatest sponsorship with baby oil. I can't pronounce his last name. First name is Pita Tafualoa. <laughs> That guy, uh, 2016 Olympics, 2018 Olympics, 2020 Olympics from Tonga. That guy is greased up, and I love it. Let's go. That guy's shreddy, man. That guy's shreddy. Oh, so shreddy. That guy's shreddy. Good for him. Plus, he just like keeps like qualifying for sports because he just wants to show his abs. Like he was like a, a Tongan skier in, in the 2018 one. It's like yep. I think he came like dead last by by a lot. But uh, yeah, good for him. He just wants to wave that flag and show his abs. He was shirtless in the Winter Olympics too. So good on him. He keeps. He tried to go into kayaking too this year. He didn't. He didn't make it, but uh, he tried. Give it to a college try. I don't think he's gonna medal ever, but uh, he he's famous for those abs. So good for him. 
what what's he doing this year? Uh, Taekwondo. It's what he did in 2016 as yeah. well. And you know what? He's the kind of guy who got like huge notoriety during the opening ceremonies, became a UNICEF ambassador, and then created a lot of these programs where all of the money that he was like sort of getting was giving it to like other people, like kids and people in need. And this guy knows how to sell the way chaps, knows how to sell a promo. PETA is the legend of the opening ceremonies, the Olympics. I want to see this guy continue to go until like his son, who is definitely super shreddy as well, joins us as well. He should just keep trying different sports. Like, is there like how do they qualify? Like, is he literally just picking a new sport every Olympics? No, he was in Taekwondo 2016 too. But then he he wanted to get back in the limelight for 2018, so he took up skiing. And (laughs) like, I think it's a pretty low bar for like you know the the warmer climate countries trying to qualify for those sports. So like, I think he was pretty shitty, but he still made it. And then he tried for kayaking or canoeing or something, and he didn't make that. But yeah, he just keeps trying new sports, and he's cool. obviously like an athlete. But I think like some of these countries, the bar's pretty low to qualify. I don't know who the fuck you guys are talking about. Just Google it. Caps love the Please, that's why I'm asking the questions. I don't know anything either. I just googled them though. I'm slipping into someone's DMs right now. To see if I get us a last second guess here because oh. there's a very uh, yeah, listen. Leave fucking have. Dan Murphy alone. That's he exactly. Doesn't wanna, what, oh, that's he doesn't exactly want to come on the podcast. He's busy, dog. He's draft day. Jesus. Yeah, Christ. he's busy. He's on a lake. <laughs> he's on a lake. He's been, he's he's not even there. He's on a dock somewhere with dogs and peaches and stuff. He's covering the Canucks blockbuster today. Yeah, that's why I was trying to bring him on to talk about it. We can get Bob McKenzie's agent anytime uh, we want. Yeah, oh, fuck <laughs> that guy, man. I'll snuff that guy out. But speaking of NHL draft, shout out Owen Power, first overall uh, to the Buffalo Sabres. That is my boss's son. Uh, I've met him a couple times. The guy is a giant. He's also like the sweetest kid on earth. So uh, big shout out to him. Congratulations. That's uh, a- can't wait to see what he does. That's uh, only like a 30-minute trip to see your son play some sticky puck. That's a good situation. Sticky puck. A <laughs> little bit more than that toast. A little bit more than 30 minutes, but yeah, it's going to be a nice uh, you know, major highway down and uh, go into the shitty Buffalo, basically where dreams go to die and watch some puck. It could be you can you don't even have to stay the night. You can just watch uh, a power game and then go go home if you're the the mom and pop. Yeah, but then you gotta watch Buffalo too. Like, that's that's rough. That's real rough. I don't know. Yeah, there's a there's a Kamloops kid that was projected to go 27th overall. I don't know if they're at 27 yet, but at Logan uh, Stankhoven, <laughs> local kid. What a last day! What a Stanko. last day! Stanky. Hey, Stankhoven. Hey, Stanky. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> the snort. The snort. Uh, what do you guys think of the the Kraken expansion draft? I know there's still a lot to come. I kind of saw what they were doing there, but like I thought it was a pretty big surprise. Other than TSN told everybody the picks before noon. All right, I got some like strong feelings on this. A- a- anyone? <laughs> of course you do. Anyone? Hit up my bit, chaps. <laughs> Are you ready for the chaps experience? I haven't seen a chaps attacks in a while. Well, I haven't seen anyone else do anything in a while, so I don't know. <laughs> You not come at me. Let's fucking talk about some shit. No, I was uh, just trying to transition you, dog. Uh, it's not an attack. Oh yeah, no, no, I felt like that was a shot, motherfucker, right to the gut. A no. big fat gut. My 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 daughter called me a fat clam today. 
Clam like a JJ? No, Ooh. I don't know. She sat on my she sat on my chair with me, and she pat my she was patting my belly, and she's just like, "Daddy, you got a big belly." And I was like, "Yeah," and she's like, "Daddy, you look like a fat clam." <laughs> she got the whole thing. It's very confusing. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay, anyone that is mad at Frank Sorelli for like releasing all the picks beforehand. What is that guy supposed to fucking do? He gets Not the inf- really. <laughs> he gets the information. If he doesn't break it, somebody else is going to. It's like Adam Scheffner getting the information about uh, Andrew Luck retiring, and and people are like, oh, don't break this news. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's going to go to Ian Rappaport, and he's going to do it. Like it, if you get that, is their game. They have to release it now. All those narcs and stuff, and all these teams are letting that stuff go. That's who I'm mad at. I would have much rather seen Marshawn Lynch trying to say, hey, yo, this is my dog from, from uh, where's this guy from? And like, just fucking the name. All, it was awesome. <laughs> and he should have done every single one, by the way. But I'm not mad at Frank Sorelli. I'm mad at all these narcs that just gave him all the, all the info. Narcs. That's, I mean, that's fair. It just, it ruined it. Not that it was a great show to begin with, but. Uh, there were surprise picks. Like they totally went a different direction than I think everybody thought they were going to go. They went with this young, hardworking. It's basically an AHL team at this point. Yeah. But another uh, D line stack, dog. Yeah, the D's looks good, but they've got thirty million in cap space too. So you got to think free agency is a plan for them as well. Well, the thing, like the Vegas Golden Knights, did like all this wheeling and dealing and, and took on these huge contracts and got all these draft picks and. The Kraken did like none of that. They traded like one of the players they picked up in the draft uh, pit, like I think it was, and then it was silence after that. So I was I was hoping for some like trades and like some good shit there, some salary dumps, and like take this player and we'll give you a first round draft pick kind of thing. But none of that happened, so that was disappointing for me. I watched like the first ten picks and then I took a snooze, and by when I woke up, they were t- they were taking the Canucks player. So oh, uh, that was a good one too. They 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 got a good one from Vancouver. It was a uh, worked think, out nicely. I think teams learned. I think they learned like a little bit too. Like all the other teams, they seen like Vegas get like this crazy good team off the bat. So I think people learned. You know, I was a little nervous for your boy Carey Price there for a second. I'm like, oh man, I <laughs> I would take him just for you got to sell out the arena. Like if they suck, people have to have a reason to go to the stadium, right? I I was I was shocked they didn't take him. Bergevin was playing some shady games. I mean, I know these teams get medical records and everything, but he's feeding that out to the media about knee problems and hip problems. And then you see today, it's like he's 10 to 12 weeks and he's good. He's already had the surgery. So, and that happens right after the expansion draft that comes out. So, I mean, Bergevin is not a stupid guy. He knows what he's doing there. Um, He's uh, he's one of my favorite GMs actually because for shit like that. Uh, but yeah, we're hurting too because Weber's Weber's done. He's not he coming retired? back. Well, yeah. he hasn't officially retired, but they say he won't rejoin the team next year and likely not to play ever again. I saw I saw a tweet going back to the expansion draft. It was like the I don't know if it was from like the Atlanta Thrashers like old account or what or just like another one. But it was like when we had the expansion draft, the best player that we had to choose from was like Yannick Tromblay or something. <laughs> and the Kraken had a chance at Price, Tarasenko, PK Subban, and like all these other stars. And like they got Yannick Tromblay and like I think uh who's that guy uh from Nelson? 
the Canucks, the reporter. He's on TSN. Uh, the uncle of our old roommate. Oh, uh, Ray Ferraro. Ray Ferraro, yeah. <laughs> uncle Ray. <laughs> I, I think the other thing with this too is that we had an expansion draft not too long ago. And I think people were just now accustomed to it because it had been a while since there was the last one. And so with money and you have to think also post pandemic, you know, the way money is, it's way different than it was when the golden Knights were, were, were making their team where the ceiling was continued to go up with cat with salary cap and salary cap. And now all of a sudden over the next, you know, two years, the cap isn't going to go up. It's going to go down. It's going to stay stagnant. So it's like, all right, how are we going to balance this? Not just as a sport, but also understanding that this is a business. So let's not throw money away, especially in our first couple of seasons. I definitely thought price would have gone. I mean, would have been a really good time to pick, but also like with those picks that leaked, Kerfoot was gone from the Leafs. Toronto fans were excited because it's like, okay, we can keep McCann. And then all of a sudden, oh no, sorry. It's actually McCann who's going and now we're going to keep Kerfoot. And you're like, all right, well, let's, let's figure it out and let's see what we're going to do. And, uh, I think the NHL has been exciting for the first time in like a little bit. So, I mean, with the expansion draft and all of this fun stuff, um, the off season will be something to, you know, enjoy, but I don't know. Do, does anybody, yeah, I know. I saw Murph's uh, Murph is like, yo, fuck you guys. I'm out, man. I'm too busy with my family chap. Stop hitting me in my DMS. Uh, um, but just read what he said to stones. <laughs> I saw, I, I saw it. It came up on my phone. Um, but it's, you know, it, it's exciting. I'm, I'm excited for the NHL season for the first time in, in quite some time. And I'm excited to see Toronto or Canadian teams compete in the U.S. markets again. Cause I think that essentially will happen now that we're starting to get international travel again. Vaccinations might play a large part in it though. May not happen to, for everybody. Yeah, uh, I don't know what we were talking about. Last oh, vaccinations, <laughs> vaccinations. Now, fuck that. I don't want to talk about vaccinations. Uh, Let's talk about the Olympics then. Oh my god! How about, <laughs> oh my god. What about soccer? Can we talk about soccer? Can we? Okay. Right. So the one thing I do want to say about soccer, okay, and this is Olympic soccer, which makes it even worse, my chaps. The U.S. There were three. The U.S. women got skunked for the first time in forty-four straight matches to Sweden. Lost three nothing in their opener of the Olympics. This is big for women's soccer, especially when the U.S. lose. Canada had an opportunity to open up with a big win against Japan. Unfortunately, uh, eighty-four minutes into the game, they gave up the tying goal. They tied one-one. What are, do we think that Canada ever does well at the Summer Olympics, or is like we just sell out on the Winter Olympics and see what we can throw against a wall and stick with the Summer Olympics? I, yeah, I think so. I mean, we've had like flash in the pan stars and like track, um, usually 100 meters. Hey, and our relay is usually pretty good. I don't know how it is nowadays. I mean, I'm probably referencing back to like Donovan Bailey, but yeah. no, they just... won, they won bronze in the relay last Olympics, but that was due to a USA foot foul, if you will. <laughs> oh, no. I so they came calorie. fourth, they came fourth, and then they got bumped once the US got DQ'd. Uh, I do remember that. I, it's actually women's soccer is usually what I'm watching in, for Summer Olympics for Canada. Um, I mean, Sinclair scored again. So that's like 100 and, what, it's 108 international goals, which yep. is the most. Am I right in the most in saying that's most out of men and women in international yeah, goals in soccer? Ever. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. 
Well, they're usually like top 15 in standings, I think. So, you know, it's not bad. But anyways, Chaps is back. So, Chaps, you don't want to talk about all these things. So let's talk about the Cleveland Guardians. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, the, f- <laughs> the floor is yours, sir. Okay. All you idiots out there that want to say they want to keep the Cleveland racial slurs name going, that's pathetic. Now, the Cleveland Guardians... By the way, uh, Sinclair is the best women's soccer player of all time. There's no debating. Um, he was listening. So she's the best. She's the, yeah, I was listening. I got I got wireless here, boys. Wireless. Um, <laughs> the the Guardians. I don't like the name, but that's perfectly fine. It has something to do with the bridge in Cleveland. Whatever. That fucking logo has been used by every minor league team in the history of Midwest fucking baseball. Every youth league team. Every goddamn beer softball league team that I could make that logo. That is the worst logo in professional sports. That is worse than the Pelicans logo. And that name, I think, is actually dumber than the Pelicans, too. Like, that is – it's pathetic. They've had a year and a half to get this thing ready. Or maybe not quite that long. But they've had a long time to get this ready. And they choose the Guardians. And then they choose – a logo that literally looks like a no-name team off a fucking Pixar baseball movie. It is the single dumbest thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life. That is when it—it's just the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Are you referring to the baseball with the wings or just the writing? The baseball with the wings. Like, can, can you not think of something better than that? It's crazy. Well, I mean. Obviously, they missed out on the greatest opportunity of a Cleveland name. And obviously, it would have been the Steamers with a nice little tugboat action. That would have been, you would have had fans. You would have sold out so much merchandise if you went with the Cleveland Steamers. It would have been absolutely amazing. So as far as I'm concerned, Cleveland, you dropped the ball. You took a giant dump on your future. You're irrelevant yet again. The greatest Cleveland baseball player in history is Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn. Who's that? Charlie I'm Sheen. Joking, wow. I'm, joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Or Willie Mays Hayes. Is that the guy that no Willie? That's that's Wesley Snipes, right? Who's the guy that does these my nuts or whatever? He's walking around. Oh, that's Serrano. Yeah, there he is. Oh, that's Ricky Wild Thing. What what don't you have a Funko Pop of? <laughs> I don't know what. I've I've got every sport, I think. How many do you have total? Yeah, I got like uh 17. 17. Okay. I thought you were gonna say like a hundred. No, no, no. We're not there yet. Are you ever gonna pay your bet, Conzi? Uh yeah. I gotta think of something new though, because I had like this whole plan and then I missed the boat on the whole of Euros. I was actually hoping England would win just so I could fulfill my bet. <laughs> they didn't fucking win. Oh my god! <laughs> I was no. There's a this couple just pulled into the cul-de-sac in front of my place, and they're on like a rollerblade date. Nice. Ooh. And this guy just ate shit so hard. <laughs> Yo, what a Turn loser! The Turn the camera. <laughs> oh, he's back on. He's coming. He's coming down the road now. He's back. Oh no, he's gonna oh, see me. Oh, oh. oh he's going he's so going. fast! I know he's back on the saddle. The girl's over in the truck. I think she gave up. Oh, oh he's picking it up. <laughs> this is Julian Ortiz, host of the Big O Podcast. 
You might be asking yourself, what does the big O stand for? Well, that O stands for Ohana, a Hawaiian term that means family. Every guest that joins me becomes a member of my Ohana. With new episodes every week, you can look forward to an interview with guests from all walks of life. We talk about everything from their careers to sports, current events, movies, and music. So join me for a fun conversation, interesting tidbits, and an opportunity to become a member of my Ohana. The Big O Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. All right. Uh, what were we talking about? The Cleveland's Oh, the guy running on the fuck. Have you guys ever been on a rollerblade date? That seems kind of odd. Is that not I, odd? Yeah, I don't think I've been on rollerblades. Like, I never actually went rollerblade. I played roller hockey quite a bit, but I, I never just went out and went rollerblading. I don't think. <laughs> hey, babe, strap on your blades. <laughs> let's let's go. <laughs> go to the derby. I doubt she just got in the truck and she's just driving off. I don't know where he went. He went straight down the street. <laughs> race well, yeah let's, she's let's going home <laughs> let's be fair if your first date with chloe you showed up on blade she'd probably peace out too so i mean who's who can blame her i don't know you guys haven't seen me skate she'd be like oh that's smooth it'd be like hal on malcolm in the middle remember that when he was roller skating he, he was really good i'll send <laughs> you i'll send you a youtube i'll send you a youtube four wheelers <laughs> yeah the classics the classics, the classics. not in line no in line, so yeah. To, we're we're big movie buffs on this podcast, so I wanted to ask you boys: Is there like a movie of a favorite like movie star that you like that was like one of his earlier movies or her earlier movies that you're like, man, this is like a classic blank film? It's not something that they're really known for, but like you'll always go back and watch it. I'll go with mine first, just to kick it off. Uh, Going back, filmed in Toronto, a young Joshua Jackson starred alongside Paul Walker in the movie The Skulls. It was about fraternity, secret society. There are a couple other names uh, in it. Uh, you know, Caleb Mandrake, I believe, was the character Paul Walker played. Um, I love it. It's one of like my favorite Paul Walker films. Um, but you know, kicking it off to any of you boys, is there anyone that you like look back and be like, yeah, that's my shit right there? Idle Hands, Devin Sawa. Ooh, oh man, that's Idle a classic Hand. film. Damn, it, there was some titty squeezing in that movie, no? Oh, well, th- there's some like il- almost illegal titty squeeze. There, I watched there was some I, stuff, right? Yeah, like I watched that recently, and uh, <clears throat> Seth Green's in it, uh, Jessica Alba. And Devin Sala, and I can't remember the other dude's name right now. Isn't it Ethan Suppley or? Yeah, it is. It's Ethan Suppley. Yeah. Uh, but but she's only like 17 in that movie. Like actually only 17 in real life. So it is really creepy. Some like, yeah, it makes you feel uncomfortable now. But like if you kind of can get that out of your head a little bit, like people had to sign off on this sort of stuff. It is like still, I, it's just a fucking, you know, you. Take a couple hits on the bong and you watch that movie and it's fucking hilarious, man. It is. It's a great movie. I love it. Eldon Henson's also in that movie. Oh, that's no, no, not not Hen, uh, not Supply Henson. Yeah, that's the best yeah. friend, right? Or one of the Fulton friends. Reed. Cool. Also played a uh, character in uh, in Marvel's Daredevil. Which quick segue, we'll go back oh to Conzi for this one. Just announced. If you watch the Daredevil series. Kingpin, who played the Kingpin character on the show Daredevil, is making his appearance in Hawkeye as Kingpin as the first Netflix star 
to move over to the Disney Plus series. I, I I was a big fan. I know Dean made a face, so maybe he's not, but I'd like to see the crossover now. Kanzi, back to you. What's your movie? I'm going backward. Everybody was young. I don't know if anybody had started their careers yet in this movie, but it's yeah. tops. Uh, the Outsiders. Oh, you got Tom, Cruise. Tom Cruise. You got Patrick Swayze. You got Emilio Estevez. You have Rob Lowe. I mean, I Ralph Macchio. Yeah, is there like? <laughs> Is there a more stacked crew than that? I mean, now, obviously back then, that was not a stacked crew. They're all young and unproven. But you think back now, every like every one of those guys is a big name. And they weren't all big roles for those guys. Uh, don't forget Diane Lane and Matt yeah. Dillon. And Matt Dillon, yeah. Jeez. I mean, Tom Cruise, I didn't put anyone illegally in prison yet at that point. So he was still a good <laughs> star. And he still had his old fucked up teeth, too. Yeah, yeah. that's right. They're ratchet, man. Okay, I'm going to go... Mall rats, Ben Affleck. Ooh, <laughs> these are good ones. Whoa. And and two points I want to make. I just learned yesterday they're making Clerks three. Oh wow! So mm-hmm. I'll be on. T- I'll be on for that. And Julian, I'm sorry. Vincent D'Onofrio is such a little wiener, and he's like, oh my god, I'm so like sensitive and upset. <laughs> oh Vanessa, like don't talk to her. I'm gonna. Sp- like curb stomp your ass because you said something bad about the girl I kind of like. Like he's such like he's a good actor. Yes, great actor. But like I want my king kid to be a bit tougher and not a little bit of a wiener baby cry baby. Yeah, but here's the thing: Disney Plus has now shown after Loki that they're going to get it right. Just because it's the same character or actor playing the character doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to have all of his terrible qualities as they move over to the Disney plus series, but you know, I give you credit, Dean, you know, you mentioned Ethan Supley before in a movie that he wasn't actually in. He is in the original mall rat. So yes, with a double is. back buddy, double back. Hey, have you guys seen black widow yet? Speaking oh of, God. speaking of Marvel's or, or Hawkeye series. No, I haven't, but okay. I know that it leads to that. So no spoilers, I'm, no spoil. I saw it last night. Have a large popcorn. Yeah. I, I won't spoil anything. I too. I've seen it too. Does she die in the future? No, <laughs> stop talking. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm in love with her sister anyway. Yeah, I like her too. Yeah, I was like, "Hello, Miss Lady." <laughs> um, on on the Kevin Smith tip with Mallrats, what is your favorite Kevin Smith movie? I'll go first. Dogma. Okay. I've never seen Dogma. It's no. not on any Shut streaming services. I, I've looked for it everywhere. I can't find it. I will I will send you money to buy it on Apple TV if possible. Is it on? I would spend money on it. But every time I look for it, I can't find it. Yeah, you know what? Actually, you were completely right. The other day I was looking for it. The other day, I mean, like a couple months ago. And you're right. That movie does not exist anywhere, even on for the purchase. interwebs. Yeah, no, you're right. Great movie, though. Absolutely amazing movie. Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, all of the usual crew. It is a phenomenal Kevin Smith movie. That's my favorite. Okay, I'll go. I'll go Mallrats number one and two. I'll go Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. That movie is hilarious, and the Will Ferrell appearance is tops. It is. I would have gone Jay and Silent Bob two. Um, I mean, I'm, I like, I like clerks too. Fuck. I just watched both of them the other night too. And, uh, 
Uh, Randall Graves is my spirit animal, I think. <laughs> I just hammered a beer, chugged it. Um, <laughs> I did. It's all gone. Um, I, did, I have to drink if I'm talking about Kevin Smith movies. That's the problem. Um, Stop it. Uh, no, Kevin Smith is actually underrated, to be honest. Uh, Tusk is a really cool movie. It's kind of fucked up, but it's kind of fun. But I don't know if we're talking about him in movies or not, but my favorite one is, didn't he not direct uh, Zach and Mary make a porno? Yeah, uh, he did, yeah. That's yeah. that's my favorite. Kevin that's movie. a great movie, too. The, the one in like the Jay and Silent Bob universe, which I'll probably say is the worst, is uh, Chasing Amy. Or the set or Jane Silent Bob reboot. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. great. Yeah. Okay. So I found out the reason why you can't stream Dogma. So the Weinsteins own the rights to Dogma, and this predates the like streaming existence. So because of the Weinsteins, you can't stream Dogma anywhere. So you'd have to actually like purchase a VHS or a DVD on something in order to see it. Did you just That's say you didn't like chasing Amy? Yeah, I didn't care for it. Oh man, that's a great film. That's a nah. good movie. I don't know. We're liking Clerks and stuff. Then you skip on chasing Amy. There's there's not much Jay and Silent Bob and chasing Amy. <laughs> but it's awesome. It's a good movie, man. It's all like, oh my god, I'm in love with you, and it's like I'm gay, and then I'm not, and then yeah, it's yeah. Not enough comedy for old Dean. A little Matt Damon in there. No, it's Ben Affleck. Yeah, Ben Matt Damon has a little cameo in it, buddy. There's a little cameo by Matt Damon. They both are in so many movies together. Forever. They should be Batman and Robin. (laughs) Almost happened. Sick. Really? Almost happened. Yeah. Are you serious? Kevin Smith also also almost made a new Jaws movie. He was supposed to direct like a Jaws reboot at one point. And then he made Red State instead because he actually thought he was going to win an Oscar for a movie called Red State. And it was <laughs> very, very bad, bad, bad film. Bad news bears. Oh, man. Which one do you prefer? The original or the one with uh, William with Bob? Bob? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen that old one. Oh, the first one is bad. amazing. But when you watch it, you have to understand it's made in the 70s. Yeah. So the language that is used, it is awful, but it is amazing. Billy Bob is terrible in the new one. It is so garbage. But now you got me on a little tangent. Movie comes out in like 76 in the 70s somewhere, actually spawns two sequels, one in which they go to Japan and another TV show that spawns from it. The original Bad News Bear coach, Walter Matthau, he is absolutely incredible. It is one of the best baseball movies I have ever seen as far as characters and baseball and language and little kids. And uh, yeah, it is, it is a great movie. You've got to check it out. It's yeah, it's a, it's a different era. You got to take it for what it is, but it's a great movie. It's yeah. It's borderline child abuse. Uh, he's like smacking kids and cussing there's, them out. And... There's no borderline. <laughs> yeah, it is child abuse. Is child abuse. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying smoking. to be politically correct. <laughs> yeah, it, it's got smoking. It has drinking. It has racial slurs towards blacks, gays, and Hispanics, all in the same sentence by the same kid. And the kid is awesome. Not that I condone any of that behavior, but no, I haven't awesome. seen any any of the sequels uh, other than Billy Bob's mm-hmm. reboot, which I didn't care for. But uh, yeah, go back and watch the original if you haven't. If I'm you go- dare, I'm going to watch <laughs> one of my Hollywood super crushes in a film tonight. I think it came out on Prime. 
Kate Beckinsale in Jolt. And it's going to be a good time. I love Kate Beckinsale. She's like 48, and she's so hot. She is a She, like, doesn't age. No. I, she it, looks like she's younger than me. I could have cared less about those fucking vampire werewolf movies she was in, but you got How dare Kate, you? Bex- <laughs> Kate How Bexdale dare running you? around in a cat suit. I don't care what she's killing. Kate Beckinsale <laughs> is a beauty. And to steal a word from Dean, she's also super tight. Yeah. You, look at her, you look at her social media. That girl is doing yoga she is doing pilates she is doing whatever kate beckinsale looks phenomenal and she is a beauty on her instagram she shows like how flexible she is i'm like sweet baby jesus <laughs> and doesn't leave a lot right, to the imagination all right all right all right, all right, all right i got you. does not leave a lot to the imagination well, i'm just gonna tell you right now okay let's what well, ch- traps what do you got for us uh, quite honestly i was just enjoying this whole conversation here that you guys were having i was sitting back and letting it uh letting you guys go there. I want, I'm checking out Kate Beckinsale right now. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram. Uh, also, on a, on a Kevin Smith tip, he oh also named God. his daughter Harley Quinn Smith. Yeah. How do you not love him if you're like a DC guy? You know, if you're a Batman guy, you got to love the fact that Kevin Smith is a G in his comic books. Fun fact, he went to Vancouver Film School. And named his son Clockknocker. <laughs> no? No? That one's not real? That was good. <laughs> that was good. I'm out to lunch. <laughs> so I'm out to lunch. Here's this the is thing. A, this I, is a good Instagram account. Good quality. <laughs> quality work here. My favorite is when Chaps sends us like an Instagram profile of what's clearly either an OnlyFans person or an Instagram <laughs> model influencer. And the first thing that we see is like followed by Chaps. So I was like, yes, <laughs> stamp of approval. Let's go. <laughs> Liked my- by Chapel. Liked by Chapel. That's always my out. Clearly, like, why are you following this? Uh, Clint said they, they sent it to us. This is a good account. <laughs> I throw you under the bus immediately. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Paige Sporanic. That's the one you got to follow. Um, now, we've seen those ones before, oh, buddy. That's a, a high-quality Instagram <laughs> account. <laughs> Mamerna. I follow a lot of high-quality Instagram <laughs> accounts. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so good. Oh. You follow all the high quality ones, eh? Oh man, I uh, yeah, I, I so oh, man. my wife hasn't listened to a couple episodes here, so I think I'll be safe saying this. At the start, when I first got Instagram, I didn't know when you liked stuff that people could like see what you liked. <laughs> Oh, thank God they got rid of that. Thank God. They oh, they got, got rid, rid of, that. of that now? Okay. Yeah, I didn't it doesn't exist that. anymore. But, like, at the start, my sister DM'd me, Natalie, and uh, she's just like, hey, like, you know, people can see what you're liking. I'm like, oh my God. So I went back and I liked every single picture I ever liked in the history of the world. Yeah, I have some buddies that were like, yeah, my girlfriend's mad at me because, like, they saw what I liked on Instagram and it was all like, models and like thongs yeah, me too. like that it's like how do you think that makes me feel it's, uh, like i understand it for sure but dudes are dudes you should uh you guys should follow abby dows she's pretty she's important for the podcast <laughs> oh god that one condi showing up first too <laughs> 
good one. That's a good account. Hey, I swear it's just it's for the podcast. There's it's, no there's nothing else. We're not gonna be featured in a video or anything. I swear. I swear. <laughs> Chaps to told me to do it. It's better to ask for forgiveness. <laughs> oh, so many rabbit holes today. Oh so man, too good, too good. Uh, too Conzi must yeah. be a bad influence. We talk about the Olympics or 45 minutes when it's just uh, us three. Oh, it's your, I'm the one that leads us down these. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yes, I did Only start fans. talking about <laughs> strippers <laughs> and vaccines five yeah. minutes in. You got the engines revving. <laughs> you guys go. Listen, I gave you. If, if strip clubs were like the vaccination clinics, they would have an even higher turnover rate. Absolutely amazing. Oh, for sure. Why wouldn't they? That's a great idea. I mean, why have we done that? We Yikes. should open a strip club. Together. Oh, man. What would we call it? What would we call the No Instructions Needed Strip Club? Oh. Did you th- <laughs> First of all, did you see the picture I sent? Well, not bad, yes. right? Not bad. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank God for small bits of material. Um, <laughs> small bits of lovely of, women. Of enhanced women. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what would the okay? What would the strip club be? Uh, what would it be called? Um, we, oh, so it'd be no cash, no cash needed, and we'd only take Bitcoin or like, or what was what was the, what was the coin that Conzi created? Crypto. Stripper coin. Stripto crypto. Stripto crypto. Or we only accept stripto crypto at the uh, no cash needed strip club. We can't actually air this next part of the podcast because of cancel culture. So that kind of sucks because it was a hilarious conversation. So enjoy the next story about me being 16 at a strip club. Okay, first of all, I've been to a strip club when I was 16. Exactly. I went, I went yep. to a strip club when I was 16 and, and the stripper, <laughs> we said... Was it the rendezvous? Uh, no, no, it was in oh. Prince George. It's called Joe's Place. He had to walk down these stairs. It was real sketchy. And we got into the strip club. And the stripper on the <laughs> on the stage, she was on the stage, and we sat like per row or whatever because we were just uber confident. We had like, I don't know how we got in. We might have fake IDs at that point. I'm not too sure. And we sat per row, and she's just like, "Hey boys, do you guys want me to drip some wax on my pussy?" I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" That's the first thirty seconds of my strip club experience. <laughs> I want to go are- home. It you were terrifying. at a live sex show, buddy. That was a live sex no, show. No, it was, was it was a live show. Prince George strip show. They do a little more up here. <laughs> I've been less. to a live sex show in Amsterdam, actually. It was it was not what you would expect it to be, <laughs> that's for sure. It's um if you've been to a strip club, it's nothing like that. And they're not very attractive. And it's super rapey. Um <laughs> one of the guys that we did statutory this- or like the other kind. <laughs> oh! like, no, like uh, almost the other kind and mm-hmm. out of the crowd. So like this is audience <laughs> participation. So we went with our, we were on a, on a tour with our soccer team. It's a dangerous and we thought episode. this would be a great idea to go to this fucking live sex show in Amsterdam. So it's going on. They're gross. <laughs> Both people on stage are disgusting, but whatever. We're drunk in Amsterdam uh, until one of the guys on the team gets pulled on stage. And oh. I will never say your name, but you know who you are. <laughs> and i won't give i won't give i won't give too many details but anyway she slapped the dildo over his crotch area and jumped on him we can, this is too raw for tv we're getting 
<laughs> We're getting a little rough, but yeah, We're the poor guy. Getting the guy podcast mode right now. That's what this is. <laughs> the poor guy. I think it traumatized every one of us. It's all burnt into our memories. So this will not be in the trailer. No, we should probably. <laughs> We might have to our podcast tonight's 25 minutes and it's only yeah. about Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might have to cut my part. So, and uh, and our strip club name is going to be Squirts Rainforest Cafe, but <laughs> oh, we're gonna have misters everywhere, misters throughout the whole place, and it's gonna be very it's gonna be humid. San- it's gonna be yeah. sanitizer, though. Yeah. <laughs> Just sanitizing down the crowd. Yeah, all the kids jerk it off of there. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God Murphy didn't join this episode. (laughs) Oh man. I I was thinking I just called it I was I was thinking you just called moist. That's all I like that dude. It's much shorter. Where are you guys going moist? Slightly damp. (laughs) (laughs) here's your wet wipe oh my god sponsored by manscaped (laughs) or we could call it no uptucks needed where you don't have to hide your bone you don't have to hide your boner you can just walk around with a like a badge of pride it feels kind of good too (laughs) (laughs) almost blew a load into my belly button (laughs) Oh my god, this is... Oh, we're you, off the rails. You need to create like a red band trailer and just use all of this. Oh, I have a... Yeah. <laughs> this is a YouTube exclusive. We need a sponsor to be able to talk like this on YouTube, man. <laughs> Sponsored by Dude Wipes. Oh, <laughs> Some Good kind for of your wipe. balls, but also clean your belly button. <laughs> stale, <laughs> stale, stale Sock Strip Club. This episode is uh, brought to you by Kleenex. (laughs) Always wipe up after yourself. Dean is the single most uncomfortable person in this Zoom call. (laughs) And he's the one that brought up bringing kids to fucking strip clubs. Oh, we're cutting that part. We're cutting that part. We can't oh, keep mentioning it. We're gonna have to cut too much. I don't know what we're gonna cut from this. I might just release the whole fucking thing. Podcast is brought to you by Lubiderm. <laughs> <laughs> it's brought brought to you by spermicidal lube. <laughs> <laughs> All those the old SNL ones, the uh, ESPN ones, Summer's Eve, douche. <laughs> those are the best. If there's is... something fungal in your lady jungle, oh my Summer's God. Eve, douche. People are either going to absolutely love this episode or fucking hate it. There will be no in between. Thank God it's summertime and their downloads are a little bit down right now. We're just just being genuine bros. Has anybody seen Blue Mountain State? Yeah, Yeah. one of the best TV shows of all time. This episode is brought to you by Oksana. You're lonely. (laughs) You always have Oksana. I've often thought about rewatching that show recently. It's sad. I did. Oh, I, I, I watched it like six months ago. Outside holds of the up. Wel- oh, holds up ex- except for the Welcome to Thadland like movie. Yeah, it was fantastic. Alex Moran, legend. 
Uh, you got like social media star like Paige Kennedy is in there. Obviously, a guy who uh, I can't remember his actual name, but the guy who plays Thad Castle, uh, who played Aquaman on Smallville, he's phenomenal. So he's also super Catholic and religious now. So it's like kind of weird. Thad, the guy who played Thad Castle, on oh, really? like the actual actor, he does like I, Sunday sermons on his Instagram. I live. got like a shirt that that says that has him in his in his football uniform on there and it says. Welcome to Friday, Slutes. Like yeah. That. Oh, man. What a great show. Oh, it's so good. The guy that plays that castle just got... Yeah, he just got cast as Jack Reacher for the TV show. Oh, and dope. he's on Titans. He's Hawk. So, oh, that's and, right. Yeah. He's a, he's so jacked. <laughs> Alan just smashed his door in the fucking wall. Get Alan, on the front the, lawn. Okay. The thing about Welcome to Thadland is that like you could tell that they were like five years older. Like Alex Alex Moran aged thirty five years. That hairline receded faster than the French in war. Yeah, his hairline was like six inches back, and like yeah, he he aged terribly. Actually, the one guy that didn't really age at all is that the little like Weasley friend Ray Romano yeah. or not Ray Romano, but that's yeah. it. It's is it Ray Romano? No, no, it's uh, it's something Rom- Romano. I actually yeah. I messaged him on Instagram not just the other day. Yo, he does a lot of shit. He's like he a producer. Yeah. He was punchy on how I met your mother. All right. I'm gonna be honest. I like that. I like I like Rise of Thadland. I like the movie. I thought it was fucking I knew it was garbage. I was watching it and I was like, you know what? The whole series is kind of garbage, to be honest. But it's awesome. That's why I love it. Because it's awesome. Denise Richards in there. Oh yeah. man, I forgot about her. Yeah. Bedazzled Vijay which was great. Chris Romano, that's the name of the Chris guy. Chris Romano, yeah. Ray Romano just hit a guy. On the golf course with a golf ball at the programs in wherever they were. And it turned out to be his niece's husband. Random fact of the day. There you go. There you go. I feel All like right. we should be chugging some beers now. There, Alan, me and you. We should uh, do a little chugging contest. Loser has to shave his head. No. <laughs> I already escaped that. I got away from that. With, like on a technical difficulty. <laughs> it wasn't Technical a doctor stoppage. Yeah, according to McGregor, it wasn't a doctor stoppage, or it was a doctor. Was stoppage. that's a doctor stoppage? Your wife's in me DMs. <laughs> Your wife's in my DMs. <laughs> We're going to the uh, wind tonight. I can go get here. We can shotgun or something. Oh, I'll fucking do it. Sure. I already before you go. Here. Anderson Silva, Logan Paul. Who you got? Silva, hundred percent. No, I mean, what? Logan Paul's the favorite. Logan, Logan, Logan favorite. You, shut up. Okay, yeah, he. Okay, Alan, Conzi, this is what happens. They catch these guys when they need money, and they're like, okay, yeah, it's so sad. Yeah, but they're just gonna pay him off, and he's gonna take a dive. Do you really think Floyd Mayweather couldn't have knocked that fucking guy out in like the second round? I really don't think Floyd punched that hard, to be honest. But I think he could yeah. have knocked him out in the second round. I really do, and I think he, like he, <laughs> they just don't care, man. They pay these guys off, and and they just get through the fight. By the way, huge news: Aaron Rodgers on <clears throat> the sports book is favored to be retiring next week. People think he what is, is that minus minus what? It's like minus. I don't know if it's a minus here. Hold on, let me let me pull it up here first. Is there I, what? What is the other bet? Just hold on. He won't retire. <laughs> but like, what is it like? Plus, plus four hundred. <laughs> oh, it's plus four hundred. He goes to the Dolphins. Multiple, mu- multiple sports books believe Aaron Rodgers will retire next week. 
at sport, sportsbook always they always know. That's fucking crazy. That dude's the next host of Jeopardy. They offered him like sweet. they probably offered him like 20, 30 million bucks a year, and he said, "Okay, I'll do it." I'm willing to bet he's going to be a movie star as well. Nah, you think so? Oh, I think so. I oh, think, Shannon I, Woodley. Yeah, I think she's. I think he's going to end up in some things, and because he's got the personality, right? Like he's he's so good with McAfee. He's so good with everything oh. that he does. You put him in a movie, God, man, he could be a star. Yeah. Pat McAfee was in trouble this week. Dude. Fast 11. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. This be a good spot for him. <laughs> Not even kidding. Him and he John was... Cena. Fucking... Yeah. <laughs> Family. <laughs> Familia. I want to see him go on WWE just to do his like. Thing. Yeah, if he retires, that's crazy. That's actually wild. If he, if he calls or quits, that's nuts. But, uh, Oh no, man! That's uh, Pat McAfee was in some trouble this week too. Your he, boy, what did your boy do? He cussed out his uh, the uh, one of the guys that worked behind the scenes there, the guy that's in the, in his ear the whole time giving them stats and shit. He cussed him out during the live show or during the show, and it wasn't that bad. Like he was giving him shit, but it wasn't like that bad. And he did like a full apology the next day, and I'm like, so I went back and I found the clip of him getting mad at uh, at the guy at Zito and. Uh, I listen to it. And I'm like, man, if people had mics on me with the way I talk to some people sometimes, like, what the fuck would happen? I'd be in so much trouble. Like, all he said was, hey, you got to, like, if you're going to give me information, it has to be right. Like, if it's in my ear, it has to be right. That's all. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, like, yeah. legit. That, that, that's, I mean, that's your job. You're yeah, in the 100%. ear for a reason to give facts. If you can't give facts, fuck off. Oh, man. People are like, oh, you knew you were an asshole. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. You guys are just pieces of shit. You're just you're you're hate watching a show. And Pat McAfee is again, he's the god, he's the goat. Him and Dan Levitard are the, the two greatest things I think in in our industry. And uh, oh, oh, our, 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 well, we, we're selling merch. Have I told you guys we're selling merch on our website? No instructions needed. Dot ca. Hit that shop button. Buy some merch. Um, also, Wait. How many merches have we sold? I'm not discussing. That, that's, like, <laughs> yeah. that's like telling how many people DLs we get. We don't do that because it's thousands and millions. No, you're supposed to say, I say, and thousands. And then you guys say, and thousands. And thousands. And it's, dozens. It's, oh, God. Because <laughs> it's thousands. And, and thousands. thousands. All right. This is not going to work. Uh, because. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I spilled everything. <laughs> if you smell what the rock is cooking. Alright, Instagram at no instructions need podcast, Facebook.com backslash no instructions need podcast at no ins knee podcast on Twitter. Trust me, our Twitter game is very, very, very strong. It's lots of fun. No instructions needed.ca. Hit up the merch shop. You can buy yourself a nice hoodie that the big O right now is holding up. I'll make sure I cut that. And you buy whatever you guys want. You can you can customize your own merch. It is awesome. I haven't been on uh, the kids' uh, video machine uh, TikTok here lately. <laughs> so I will uh, try to be a little bit more active on that. But make sure you guys also follow at the big O podcast too. Guy's doing a lot of cool shit. He's got a lot of good guests. Make sure you guys give a subscribe. And, and he's super hot. And he's super hot. And a five-star <laughs> review to the big O 
podcast. QRZones.com for all your web help. Let's go. Mr. Swanee loves the business. Tell him that we sent you. And, uh, you know, let's uh, let's get the QR Zones some business. There, there's all the... There's all that that uh, that shit we got to do every episode out of the way. Nailed so it again. Bills. So we pay the bills and keep the lights on. And keep chaps recording our podcast every week. Yeah, well, someone has to re- edit it, record <laughs> it, and fucking do all the work, literally. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'd, I, I much prefer doing it for you guys in the last. Uh, we'll say that. We'll just leave that alone. I stopped. Another I stopped. one. An, another choppity <laughs> chop. For old You're making more work for yourself. <laughs> I'm not chopping that out. <laughs> Fuck, you think those guys download this? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I might really put that in the fucking goddamn trailer. I don't give a shit. <laughs> there you go. I gotta... <laughs> the kid is hot. We're like the wolf pack, the NWO. No, not the OGs, boom, boom, but we came boom, and we took it over. Red and black, that's what's up. Wolfpack rules, the outsiders. <laughs> Don't turn your back on the Wolfpack. You might end up in a body bag. Oh, Dale, Arriba la Raza. I forgot to take notes on this episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> who, what, okay, who, who is the guy whose finisher was Tequila Sunrise? He was Conan. Like, oh, man. The Destroyer? No, apparently he was like there was one uh there was one where rick steiner was just like unloading on him yeah, and apparently he was conan was like the worst actual wrestler and he was teed a bunch <laughs> of dangerous stuff and like you know hurt people or borderline hurt people or the rick steiner was like unloading punches on him and it was ext- he was actually punching him in the head yeah. because he was pissed off about like a move he bought so he just started unloading on him. it's classic conan am i right Classic, 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 <laughs> classic. Who, who else was part of that crew? Oh, who wasn't? I think like they had the whole fucking WCW in on this goddamn fucking NWO. Are you black or are you red? And there was like the, <laughs> and but then they would turn on each other. Like oh, they'd yeah. go from like the black. So they had. Hogan, they had Sting, they had Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. You remember Lex when Sting Luger. took off his mask and then he was still wearing his fucking like yeah. takes off his mask, he still has his pay off. So X Pac was on there. I believe so. I yeah, they they switched back and forth and then they'd add new dudes in. So yeah. I think Hollywood Hulk Hogan was their, their big get. Uh and then he started converting all the all the black and white boys. I think uh, Maybe not the black Stevie guy. Ray, Stevie Ray, <laughs> black and black and white NWO. You know what I mean? They were they wore black and white. Um, it was a nation of domination. That was, that was the best. That was a, <laughs> Farouk, Al, like Ron, Ron Simmons. Domination. I am. The APA was so good. Mm. Are my Him kids crying or are your kids crying? Someone's. I, it might be mine. <laughs> No, I think they're all right. Them if they're outside, <laughs> that one's in bed. Oh my god! Are you sure that one's not at the strip club? Well, <laughs> he's letting them in. <laughs> he's got his coupons. He's got his fucking. You already heard Big D's setting them oh, up. The, the Big D. Oh no, that's being misconstrued. That's out. even worse. Uh, 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 <laughs> who let you in here, the Big D? <laughs> Oh, just the high school kids. (laughs) (laughs) 
I've Yo. never laughed so hard <laughs> on an episode of a podcast ever before. The, the audience isn't going to know what you're talking about because you're cutting that part out. Well, maybe. We'll see. I thought you edited it. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know how. Oh. I tried once and I was like, you did not try. I told I try- you you should do it. Then you like, you're like, you got the file. You're like, oh, what am I supposed to do now? That was it. <laughs> yes, I had no idea. I tried. Uh-huh. All right, guys. I think and then fun. you're like, I did it in three minutes. So I'm like, well, like, okay. I was trying to get you guys when I get busy, which is coming up, to be able to do this shit. Yeah, but you've been saying that for months, and you still find the oh. time, and we love you. Right. <laughs> well, post on Instagram once in a while. That's all I'm asking. It's not big asks here, boys. Just big asses. <laughs> all right. At Dean Strip Club. Voice. <laughs> Miners only. <laughs> Players <laughs> only. <laughs> you a player, then you end. <laughs> not the types that fucking dig for gold. <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> All right, boys. This has been another episode of the No Instructions Needed podcast. Uh, podcast. Podcast. Here we go. I mean, Kanzi, yeah. what are your closing remarks? Oh, how do you close this? Um, oh, this was a lot of fun, boys. It was. Uh, this is what I needed after the couple weeks that I've had in Fire Central and Smoke Haven. Here is uh, a good chat with you, boys, and it's it's been a lot of fun. I mean. Besides our uh, our strip club idea being shot down pretty quick here and putting most of us in jail, <laughs> as long as we can keep doing this every week, it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, boys, love it. Uh, all right. Well, for me, guys, my favorite part of the episode wasn't any of that. It was when Conzi a little bit got mad at me because I was ripping apart the black fucking widow real quick. He's like, why don't you shut up? And that was my favorite fucking part of the whole entire episode. Uh, shut your mouth <laughs> shut your mouth <laughs> uh, no I enjoy doing this every couple weeks and yeah we or every week and I've, you know this has been lots of fun and I can't wait to to you know we're gonna we're being lazy if you actually want to talk honestly for a second we're being a little lazy right now we all got a lot of shit going on so we still appreciate everyone downloading and we'll get uh, we'll get a little better at it here once we you know we all got personal lives so shit gets crazy we gotta keep going and and uh, yeah that's it for da- for Dapsy this week. I had to, I had to stutter at least once in this episode. So, well, I had a good time. I was a bit grumps this morning, and then I had a couple of brewskis after work, and this really just completed the cycle from grumps to in a good mood. So, always appreciate rapping with you boys, saying stuff that I shouldn't say, stuff that, luckily for the most part, the audience has never heard. But uh, yeah. Keeps me young, keeps me spry. Love you, boys. And uh, same time next week, unless I have something better to do. Bitter patter. Let's get at her. Love you, boys. See you next week. Peace. Later. Yeah. We got it open. 2 a.m. working like we possessed that scenario is utopia stay content with that with our best kept secret go ahead and flow past it we don't need to get fucked up all the time and broadcast it so much overload they overdid it overshared about it though and now expose the cynic 
Oversaturated, now we're all overdosing Shaking my head side to side like I'm motorboating Now I'm coasting and I'm ventilating Speculating all this posing, faking backstories They disseminating Trying to tell us that they got their city locked down But come the AM, well, they're getting locked out We make our moves on the low Let the rhythm hit them rock him Eric B, razor sharp can listen to that criticism about our hometown But if you ain't from here, you're done, no, don't come around It's a mayday siren, illuminate the sky We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise It's a mayday siren, sounded through the night We resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine It's a mayday siren, illuminate the sky We shining out the light, silver lining in disguise It's a mayday siren, sounded through the night We resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine This is anti-tourism, expanding my pure vision We stand and we fan flames that came into fruition Using the true wisdom we imbibe from our environment Every idea we inscribe become Leviathan We thrive under pressure from the weight that you place on our shoulders Cliches just make us bolder We break in the mold, embracing the cold From the snow-capped mountains we can trace With our fingertips roll air clean No chem detected, choke on those vapors Constantly subjected to Become familiar with that box that you left us in Even come to love, I feel the bond Like it's next to kin, we resting in sleeping You wrestling, weakened Weak out, stress seeking You out, left tweaking Speak out, know you hate that we fucking got it made But it's too late for our pity Paid the cost for your charade So this our mayday siren Illuminate the sky We shining out the light Silver lining in disguise This our mayday siren Sounded through the night We resonate forever Yo, whenever we combine Siren, siren, illuminate the sky We shining out the light Silver lining in disguise It's our mayday siren Down to the night We resonate forever Yo, whenever we combine